apologize. My voice is just about gone. That could be a good thing for you today. But through the supernatural, the Holy Ghost is going to empower me and it's going to be a bad thing for the devil today, friend. Turn with me to the book of Ephesians. Amen. I don't, I want to just minister from my heart today. I don't know what else to do. I just want to minister from my heart today. I, I don't find it a coincidence that Brother Paul felt led to speak about the mentality of mankind. I believe it was divinely orchestrated by the hand of God. Because as I sought the Lord this week and I was praying for the people in this church and and I said, Lord, you know I'm, I'm trying to help these people. And I don't understand, Lord, so many of them have been filled with your spirit. And we've experienced so many receive the Holy Ghost. I've watched with my own eyes you pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And the Lord spoken to my spirit. And he said, my spirit, the Holy Ghost, is not the problem. The mindset of the people is the problem. And I just want to minister from my heart today what I feel that the Lord has given me for this body. I want to turn your attention today to just two quick passages of Scripture. I know you're not in a barn-burning atmosphere And I'm not going to weary you and keep you all day long, but I want to minister from my heart today. The book of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, one quick verse of Scripture. Uh, Ephesians 6 and 17, the Bible says through the mouth of the Apostle Paul, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Which is the Word of God. How many know when the Bible speaks about the helmet of salvation, He's telling us that we have to protect our minds. We have to protect our minds. A helmet is there to protect the head. Amen. And the Bible is instructing us that we have to protect our minds. Turn with me to the book of Romans, the 12th chapter. And I just want to read two verses of Scripture, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Say yes when you get there. Romans 12, 1 and 2. The Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies. Everybody say bodies. That ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. (laughs) Holy. Man, you say bodies and holy in the same sentence you're running some folks out the church. (laughs) He said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world. And here's where I want to hang my hat for just a few moments. But be ye transformed. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Can I tell this body today, the enemy knows that he has no chance against the Holy Ghost that is inside of us. He has no chance. There is no power but God's power. He does not stand a chance against the Holy Ghost. Brother Brother Paul was just talking about how we are conditioned, carnally conditioned to accept defeat, hunger, starvation, doing without, insufficiency. But the enemy knows that he has no chance against the Holy Ghost that is inside of us. So he tries to feed us through our own minds. The mindset of the people. The Lord spoke to me this week and he said, the mindset of the people. I want to preach to you today on one of the most important aspects of your walk with God. The renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. I want you to lay your Bibles down in your seat. I want you to put your hands together for one last time. And let's just magnify the Lord all over this house. Come on. We might be few in numbers today, but we're mighty to the pulling down of strongholds in this place. We're not a powerless people. We're not a we're not an underprivileged people. We're the people of the living God today. Come on, we're the people of the name today. And the name of Jesus holds all power in heaven and earth. Let's lift up a praise offering unto the Lord today in this house. Oh, we love you. We praise you. We give you the glory today. Bless your word. Bless your word today. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. You may be seated today. The renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind. Amen. I'm convinced today that confusion and differences in doctrine and teaching have cost more people their salvation than anything else I have ever seen. You know why? Because rather than studying to show yourself approved, rather than facing things head on and seeking the Lord for the the discernment of a matter, it's always easier to just go back to the default programming of your mind. It's always easier to just say, Brother Paul, I don't understand, and this one says that, and this one says that, so you know what? Rather than deal with it, I just go back to where I come from. I just, I just go back to not dealing with it, Brother Joe. I just go back to my 
preconditioned mindset that the world has taught me all of my life. And let me tell you something, confusion and differences in doctrines and teaching has cost more people their salvation than anything else we have ever dealt with. You see, people spend their whole lives being programmed by the world. And then when they come into the church, they have to be deprogrammed by the Holy Ghost and reprogrammed by the ministry in the church. So all of our lives, Brother Cor, we grow up accepting normalities, things that the world has conditioned us to accept, right? We are pre-programmed when we walk through the doors of the house of God, Sister Kaylee, as to what is normal in our lives. And then all of a sudden, we're baptized into the body of Christ. We're convicted by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden, we feel an unction that there's got to be more than what we have accepted as the normal in our life. So the Lord has to deprogram us and reprogram us, amen, into a new normal. Amen. And I'm not, I'm not big on that terminology because the world has kind of cloned it with all of this COVID stuff. And um, I, I'm not going to accept a new normal. My new normal is going to be continuing to go to the house of God just like we have always done. My new normal is going to be continuing to go to my family's house on Christmas Day and spending time with the people that I love. My new normal is going to be continuing to go to the hospital and pray with the sick and lay my hands on them and believe God's going to cause them to recover. Amen. But, but there, is, uh, there, there is a mindset that we need to be concerned about today. There's a mindset that we need to be concerned about today and and sometimes rather than face our, our, our confrontations and our differences of opinions, it's just easier to go back to where we came from. And we got to be careful of this thing today because the Lord said, let this same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Can I tell you, if you're going to make it serving God, You ain't going to just make it by being filled with the Spirit of God. Your mind has got to be renewed. Your mind has got to be renewed today. Look, if you take a a soldier, for example, if you you take a soldier, uh, when a man or a woman joins the army, just because they took an oath. Come on, Brother Doug, you've been in the military. We've got some other folks in this church been in, in the military. But just because you took an oath and just because you put a uniform on don't make you a good soldier. You might have joined something. You might have become a part of something. You might have got a few stripes on your, on your chest. An entry-level position, if you will. But just because you joined and just because you became a part doesn't make you a good soldier. If you take an untrained and unprogrammed soldier and you put a gun in his hand, Brother Brad, and you stick him out on the battlefield, you're going to get him killed. You're going to get, you're going to get him killed. 
And just because someone joins and someone puts on the uniform doesn't make them a a good soldier. They're now a part of the army, but if you put a gun in their hand and you send them out on the battlefield without any training, you're going to get them killed. You know why? Because they have to be transformed. Their thinking has to be changed from the thinking of a civilian to the thinking of a soldier. My God, I'm going somewhere if you'll help me today. You see, you can never be a good soldier with the thinking of a civilian. And you're never going to be a good child of God with the thinking of the world. My God, help me, Holy Ghost. I feel an unction from the Almighty today. I come to tell somebody today, you got to be transformed. You got to be renewed. It takes more than just being baptized by the Holy Ghost today. You got to have the renewing of your mind today. You got to be deprogrammed and reprogrammed to think like a child of God today. And you can't let the enemy trick you and deceive you and cause you to do without when God has given you more than what you need today. God has given you more than what you need today. you got to be transformed. Your thinking has to be changed from the thinking of a civilian to the thinking of a soldier. Not just your thinking has to be transformed. Your behavior has got to be transformed. Come on. You don't walk out onto the, the battlefield acting like a civilian. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You march to the beat of the drum. You fall in line. You listen to the commands of the superior. If you're going to be a good soldier today, you gotta, you got to have your mind retrained. And let me tell you something. If you're going to be a good child of God today, It's the same way in the army of the Lord. Just because you were filled with the spirit of the living God don't make you a good child of God. You got to change your mind today. You got to change your thinking today. You got to change your behavior today. You got to change your attitude today. And you got to realize this is not just a single one-time experience. This is a lifestyle. This is the way of living. This is who we are. This is the very nature of God in us today. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost today. And if you're going to live for God, you're only going to do it by the transforming and the renewing and the regenerating of your mind today. You can't live for God with the mindset of the world. You cannot live for God with the mindset of the world today. It doesn't, it doesn't do you any good. It's not going to work today. No. It's the same way with the people of God today. You got to change your thinking. You got to change your behavior. You got to be deprogrammed and reprogrammed from the world and everything that's normal that the world has taught you. You got to be taught to act like a child of God. You got to be taught to act like a child of God. Let me tell you something. When you guys have children and your children go out, they're either going to bring you honor or they're going to bring you dishonor. They're either going to bring you honor or they're going to bring you shame. And it's the same way with every child of God, every single one of us. When we go out into a lost and dying world, we're either bringing God honor or we're bringing God to shame. And let me tell you something. We got to be deprogrammed and reprogrammed. This is not just about being filled with the Spirit. This is why we have, we have just changed the whole direction of this church. This is not just about how many people we can get filled with the Holy Ghost. No, this is about how many people we can disciple.
This is about how many people we can change the way they think, the way they act, the way they talk, the way they walk, the company that they keep. If you're going to live for God, you got to come out from amongst them and be ye separate. Say it unto the Lord. And you can't just be separated from the world. You got to be separated unto God today. You got to be separated unto God today. Let me tell you something. Living in the church with the mindset of the world will send you to hell. It'll send you to hell. You, let me tell you something. There is such a danger to listening to people that have the wrong mindset. Now, I'm telling you, you better be careful taking your counsel from the ungodly. You better be careful taking your counsel from the ungodly. You got to change the way you think. You got to change the way you act. You got to change the way you walk. You Listen, you have received the greatest gift ever given to mankind today. The gift of the Holy Ghost. You have received the greatest gift ever given to mankind today. The gift of the Holy Ghost. But it's not enough to just receive the Holy Ghost, you got to learn to walk in the Holy Ghost. You got to learn to abide in the Holy Ghost. How many of you have ever had a New Year's resolution? You made up your mind you was going to drop you about 100 pounds this year. It's right around the corner. I know some of y'all are going to do it too. I already know. Some of you are saying, well, I, I just got to get through these holidays, and I just got to eat all this pumpkin pie I want, and all this chocolate silk pie, and all this turkey, and this ham. And you know what? But come the first of the year, I'm turning over a new leaf, and I'm going to lose me all kind of weight. And you know what? For about a week, that mess works. You change stuff you eat. You go to the gym. You go on yourself a little diet. But you know what? You got in your mindset, you're going to change your whole life with one week of habits. That ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. It's got to become a lifestyle. It's got to be a change. You got to change the way you think. You got, it, 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 can't, it ain't just a couple of times of what you're eating. It's the same way in the house of God. It's the same way in your walk with God. You got to change your mindset today. This ain't about the Holy Ghost. This is no failure on part of the Holy Ghost today. It's not the Holy Ghost problem today. It's the problem is the mindset of the people. You want to know why this church is not full today? Number one, because there's a bunch of them sick. Number two, because a bunch of them can't stay at home. They think they have to travel all the time. And number three, because some people aren't willing to accept the fact that you got to change your mind to live for God. This ain't just a single experience. This ain't just a, this ain't just a one-time occasion. This ain't just a single trip to the front of the church with a few tears shed and a few goosebumps on the back of your neck. No, sir. No, ma'am. This is a lifestyle. This is a way of living. This is getting to heaven or going to hell today. This is living for God today. This is renewing your mind over and over again. Come on, the devil's going to come at you next week. You might get through what you're going through this week, but the devil's coming back next week. you got to renew your mind over and over again. This is not a Holy Ghost problem. This is a mindset problem. This is the same problem the children of Israel had when they come out of Egypt and Moses was standing before them at the Red Sea and they said, just let us go back where we came from. This is a mindset problem. This is a mindset problem. 
We've received the greatest gift we've ever had, known man to mankind. But you got to learn to walk in it. You got to learn to you got to learn to abide in it. This ain't just a single experience today. Come on, I believe in the Pentecostal experience. I believe in the new birth doctrine. I believe in transformation. I I believe in all of these things. I, I believe in consecration today. But listen to me, this is just not a simple one-time experience. This is walking with God. This is walking with God when you don't feel like walking with God. This is walking with God when it ain't popular to walk with God. This is walking with God when your friends desert you. This is walking with God when your mind deserts you. This is walking with God when your own family deserts you. It don't matter. You stick with the Lord through the thick and through the thin. This is a lifestyle today. This is a mindset today. Listen, I was having a conversation with my wife this week. And I told her, I said, man, there is such a danger to this false teaching that all things are spiritual. Don't you ever get caught up in that mess, all things spiritual. You you are on a fast track to failure if you get caught up in all things spiritual. There is such a danger to all things and to thinking that everything is spiritual and and nothing is required of you from God. Oh, that's spiritual. That doesn't, that doesn't apply to me. That's spiritual. Oh, well, a, a woman shouldn't cut her hair. Oh, that's spiritual. Oh, woman, uh, uh, listen, you shouldn't go out and mark your body. Oh, that's spiritual. Oh, you shouldn't do this. You should, oh, that's spiritual. That doesn't apply to me. That's spiritual. Let me tell you something. There's a danger in that thinking today. There is a danger. Let me tell you what the danger in that thinking today. When you get to the mindset that you think all things are spiritual, it removes the, the, the essentiality of consecration unto God. Yeah. Yeah, it does. When you think everything's spiritual, you can say nothing is required of me to God. That is the danger of all things spiritual today. It removes the necessity of consecration. Let me tell you something. We serve a God who always has and who always will love consecration. He loves it when his people are separated unto him. He loves it when his people are different than the world that they live in. Let me tell you something. You don't got to be like the world to reach the world. You got to be different than the world if you're ever going to reach the world. Come on, somebody. I come to tell you today, God still loves consecration. God still loves holiness. God still loves righteousness. God still loves a people that are willing to renew their mind over and over again. And say, I'm going to come out from amongst them. I'm going to come out from amongst them. I'm going to be separate, saith the Lord. I'm not going to touch the unclean thing. Because God loves consecration. Consecration is important to God today. Make no mistake about it, church. Being in covenant relationship with Jesus, you cannot be in covenant relationship with Jesus and then not include your body. (laughs) I know that ain't popular. I know that don't always feel good. But let me tell you something. You being in covenant with in covenant relationship with the Lord involves your body. Come on. So if you're one of those people, think you can just love God with your heart. 
receive the spirit of God in your spirit and do whatever you want to do in your flesh. Dress however you want. Act however you want. Talk however you want. Do whatever you want. You better read your Bible. You better read your Bible because you are taking counsel from the ungodly. You are taking counsel from the ungodly. God loves consecration. God loves consecration. And, and we, need, we need to understand today, this is not a Holy Ghost problem. This is a mindset problem. This is a, this is a mindset problem. And the Lord doesn't just want to give you his nature. How many know when you receive the Holy Ghost, that is the Lord imparting his nature into you. That is the Lord placing his spirit in your spirit. All right? He is imparting his nature into you. Do you really think that God wants to impart his nature into you and you still just do whatever you want to do? No. That ain't the way this works. That ain't the way this works. The Lord doesn't just want to impart his nature in you. He does, he's not just after your spirit. He's after your mind. He's after your body. He, he's after an inward commitment that will flow over into an outward example to a lost and dying world. I want to be like that woman over there because she's different. I want to be like that man over there because he don't talk about nobody. I want to be like that person over there because they got the love of God in them. We need to be an example to a lost dying world today make no mistake about it if you're going to be in covenant relationship with the Lord today it involves your body it involves your natural being you got to present your body a living sacrifice unto God holy and acceptable unto the Lord today the Lord doesn't just want to give us his nature he wants to change the way we think he wants to change the way we act because holiness is an inward reflection our holiness is an outward reflection of an inward submission. Huh? That's what it is. You submit to God on the inside, and it flows over on the outside. And it says, man, I want people to see the Lord in me. I want to be a child of God. I want people to think that, man, he's a child of God. I want to be like that. I want, I want what he's got. I want, I want to be a child of God. It's an inward submission that overflows into an outward example. Come on. This is why the Bible gives us verses like Philippians 2 and 5. Let the same mind be in you which also was in Christ Jesus. Isaiah 26 and 3. Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed. Not just thought about you once. But whose mind is stayed upon you, Lord. You will keep him in perfect peace. Those whose mind is stayed on thee, Lord. Come on, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. If you think you're going to receive the Holy Ghost and make it to heaven without giving the Lord your mind, you're on a fast track to failure. You got to give your mind to the Lord. You got to give your body to the Lord. You got to give your outward man to the Lord today. Come on. God's intention for us, church, is that we would contain him on the inside and express him on the outside. You know, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ was the express image of God. Huh? If the outward man doesn't matter, then why was Jesus the express image of God? 
Today, we are the express image of God. We are the image of God in the earth. Come on, he wants us to contain him on the inside and express him on the outside. That is God's intention for his body today. Church, in our spirit, in our spirit, God dwells as the Holy Ghost, as the spirit. In our soul, that, in your soul, that's where yourself dwells. That's where your mind's at. That's where your thinking's at. That's where your behavior is at. Come on, that, that, that's where, that's where your, your self is, in your soul today. And then outwardly on your body, that is where uh, your senses are at. And the Lord doesn't just, the Lord was never interested in just converting someone's inner man. No, the Lord wants us to give our heart, our soul, and our body to the Lord today. Present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God, holy and acceptable unto the Lord today. In our spirit, the Holy Ghost dwells. And look, the Lord, the Lord chose that first and foremost by taking possession of our innermost being. Our inner, look, look at this, look at this diagram I put on here. If you can see behind the, the black marks, you can see there are multiple circles. They are concentric. And on the innermost part of those circles, it says spirit. That is your innermost being. That is your inner, that's where the Holy Ghost dwells. Now, now let me show you something. If the Lord fills us with his spirit and he is at our innermost being in the very center of our whole being, how is he ever going to reach outside if he doesn't come through our soul, which is our mind and our thinking and our behavior and our attitude, and he doesn't come through our body, which is our outward expression? Come on. How is the Lord ever going to come from the center of us all the way to the exterior of us if we are not willing, if we just want God to be in our innermost being, all things spiritual? Come on. All things spiritual. Nothing is required of me. I don't need to look different than the world. Honey, you better read your Bible. You better read your Bible today. God is at the innermost part of you, but he wants to come all the way through you. And you're never going to be successful living for God. You, look, you might make it in some kind of, a, some kind of a, a charismatic atmosphere, but you ain't never going to make it in a holiness atmosphere. No, you, you, ain't never going, you ain't never going to make it to heaven if you're not willing to submit your whole self unto God today. He wants all of us. He wants all of us today. Amen. And, and listen. He starts at our innermost being where he places his spirit. Then he comes outward into our mindset and our thinking. It's a tragedy to see people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. To see people empowered with a power from on high. But they will never submit their thinking to God. It's a tragedy. Can I tell you, God is not going to forcefully take your thinking from you. God is not going to say, you're going to think like I think, whether you like it or you don't. No, you got to submit your thinking to God. 
You got to let this same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You got to keep your mind stayed upon the Lord, and then he will bring you into perfect peace. You want to know why you got so many problems? Because you received the Holy Ghost, but you're not willing to give the Lord your mind. You got to give the Lord your mind today. You got to give the Lord your outward being today. Often, Many times the born-again believers who have received God's nature through the empowering of the Holy Ghost. But their, stink, their, their, their thinking is still the thinking of the old man. Have you ever watched somebody come to church? They're very sincere. They're very hungry. They cry. They seek God. They have an experience with God. But nothing changes in their life. Nothing happens in their life. You want to know why? It ain't, it ain't, it ain't a, 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 a shortness or a weakness on behalf of God. I'll tell you that. It's not a weakness on behalf of God. It's because we are not willing to submit and to give ourselves a living sacrifice unto God. We're not willing to give God our thinking. We're not willing to give our God our outward beings today. All right? Come on. Listen, many times people receive the Holy Ghost and they receive the nature of God and they'll cry and they'll weep and and they'll seek God, but nothing changes in their life because they're not willing to be renewed in their mind. Come on, this is why the apostle said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Holy Ghost is not going to force himself on you. The Holy Ghost is going to empower you. He's going to help you. But you got to start thinking like a child of God. In other words, you can't be a soldier out there with a gun with the thinking of a civilian. You got to be a child of God. You got to think like a child of God. You got to stop resorting back to what the world says is normal for you. Let me tell you something. This person is still governed by their default programming. When you're willing, you want to receive the Holy Ghost, but you're not willing to give God your mind and you're not willing to make your body a living sacrifice to God, you're still governed by your default programming. You're still governed by what the world has taught you all of your life. Let me tell you something. You can't have one foot in Egypt and one foot in Canaan. No, when the children of Israel come out, the Lord said, either you're going to believe me all the way, either you're going to trust me all the way, either you're going to go in here and you're going to take this land like I told you I was going to give you this land, or you're going to go back to Egypt where you came from. Let me tell you something. You cannot be a civilian and a soldier. You've got to change your mindset. And it's a tragedy to watch born-again believers. It's a tragedy to watch people who, who have received the Spirit of God, but they are not willing to change the way they think. Church, it's a mindset problem. It's like a soldier without training. They're in the army, but they don't think like the army. They don't act like the army. That'll get you killed. Because they're never transformed. They're never renewed in their mind. They never come to the place of let this same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 2 and 14 says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Think about that. The natural, the carnal man cannot receive the things of God. You want to know why we believe in the crucifying of the flesh? 
The reason we believe in the crucifying of the flesh is because the flesh cannot inherit the good things of God. It is, it's impossible. I just, I just read it to you. Okay? We cannot, the flesh, the natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. This is why we have to crucify the flesh, the flesh church. This is why we have to de- be deprogrammed and reprogrammed to think like a child of God. You ain't going to be programmed to think like a child of God when you attend church once a month. Come on. You ain't going to be programmed to think like a child of God when you, are, when you won't, don't want to go to a prayer meeting, when you don't read your Bible, when you don't sit your children down and teach them how to pray. You're not going to be programmed to think like a child of God by resisting the things of God because they are spiritually discerned. This is why we have to crucify our flesh. It's why we have to die out to repentance. It's why we have to be buried with him in baptism. This is why we have to raise with him in power, in the newness of life. Because you can't be a child of God and have the flesh in control of your life. It's quiet in here. I love it. You can't be a child of God and have the flesh in control of your life. If you got a problem with your mouth, you need to get you need to get back closer to God. If you got a problem making people upset, you got a problem with your attitude, you better get back and get close to God. You cannot be a child of God and have the flesh in control of your life. It's like a soldier, it's like a civilian in a soldier's uniform. You're dangerous with a gun. You're going to get yourself killed. If you're going to be a child of God, you got to be a child of God. You got to think like a child of God. You got to act like a child of God. You got to protect your mind. You got to renew your mind time and time and time again. Let me tell you something. The battle you have just gone through, it ain't the last one. The troubles, the trials, the situations you have faced, they ain't the last ones. You better learn to renew your mind. You better learn to give yourself wholly, wholly unto the Lord. You got to protect your mind. You got to protect the programming that God has placed in your mind. A little bit of missing church. A little bit of lack of a prayer life. A little bit of not reading your Bible. A little bit of hanging out with the wrong friends. Come on. It'll cause you to go back to your default programming. It'll cause you to go back to what the world says is normal. Well, that's too hard. Let's just go back to what's easy. Come on. Listen, church, it it ain't hard. It, It ain't hard today. I can show you a dozen people in this church who are struggling right now. They quit being faithful to God. They don't read their Bibles. They don't pray to God. They don't do what they're supposed to do, and they're struggling because of it. And then on the other hand, I can show you a dozen people in this church who are on fire for the Lord, who wouldn't miss a service if they had to, who love to read their Bible, who love to seek the Lord, and who come and attend every single church function we have, and the joy of the Lord is their strength. 
This ain't hard today. It's just some, we know what we're supposed to do. The question is, are we doing what we know we're supposed to do? Sometimes we, as the people of God, we're just not willing to do what we know we are supposed to do. This is not a Holy Ghost problem. This is a renewing of the mind problem. We got to renew our mind today. We got to protect our programming today. A little bit of sleeping, a little bit of slumbering, a little bit of running around with the wrong folks, a little bit of taking counsel from the ungodly will cause you to go right back to your default programming. You better be careful. Church, there's a spirit that says it's too hard to live for God. It's too hard to figure it out. I just want to go back to my default programming. That's the same spirit that caused the children of Israel to want to go back to Egypt. It's the same spirit that caused Judas to sell Jesus out. It's the same spirit that will send you to hell today. It's the same spirit that will keep you from the promised land today. Romans 6 and 12 says, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members are instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall have no more dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but you are under grace. Your body and your mind must be yielded to the Holy Ghost. Come on. I I received the Holy Ghost. I've been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Sure you have, but have you yielded your members to the Holy Ghost? Because being filled with the Holy Ghost ain't enough. You got to yield yourself to the Holy Ghost. You got to yield your mind to the Holy Ghost. You got to yield your outward man to the Holy Ghost today. Your body and your mind must be yielded to the Holy Ghost inside you. Church, we got to crucify that old man. We got to put on the new man that's created in righteousness and in true holiness. We got to put on that new man today. The world has programmed us all of our lives. Come on. Many people in this church didn't come to the Lord until they were well grown adults. You were programmed all your days. Look, when we, when, Brother Mike, I tell you, when we had Brother Vito come down here and set up this sound system, there's a button. We can go back there on that sound system, and no matter how far we get this thing out of whack, and no matter what kind of fine tuning and adjustments we have made, at any time, Brother Mike can mess this whole thing up by pushing one button. He could push that button, and it'll send us straight back to our default programming from the very beginning we set this entire sound system up in this church. It's the same way in our walk with God. The world has programmed us all our lives. The world has programmed us. The world has brainwashed us. We come to the church of the living God, and the Lord says, your thinking is messed up. you got to get rid of that stuff. you got to have let this same mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. But let me tell you something. If you don't renew your mind, you will go back to your default programming. You will go back to your default programming. The world has programmed us all our lives. Such were some of you, but no more. No, now you're washed. Now you're sanctified. Now you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus.
Come on, we don't have to resort to what the world calls normal. We don't have to go back to default. God has been good to us. Come on, the world will, will, will brainwash a mind creating a renewed state of mind. The world will, come on, the world will, will cause you to want to go back just like they did the children of Israel. Because they didn't have the thinking of the people of God yet. They had came out of Egypt, but Egypt was still in them. They hadn't renewed their mind. They hadn't given themselves wholly unto God. It takes the word of God to set you free today. Come on, we put on this new man. This new man is renewed, the Bible says, in knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. You're thinking. Come on, thinking like a child of God, understanding, yeah, I'm facing some difficult times, but God has never failed me. Yeah, I'm facing some difficult situations, but God has never let me down. He's ne- His word tells me he's never lost a battle. His word tells me his train fills the temple. His word tells me he cannot fail. His word tells me God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Come on, the word of God, the word of God will create a new man in you, a new thinking, a new knowledge. we got to transform our minds today to think like a child of God. Come on, we got to walk by faith. we got to walk in the spirit. we got to abide in the Holy Ghost. If we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Stand with me all over this house as the musicians come quickly. The renewing of your mind. Church, I cannot stress to you the significance of the renewing of your mind. I cannot stress to you the importance of letting this same mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If you let this mind be in you, you will understand there is nothing that God cannot do on your behalf. Nothing that God cannot do. But, but you, can, you can be like a faithful child of God who has all faith in him, or you can be like those pike in that fish aquarium he was talking about a while ago when they lifted up that glass and they, they were so conditioned that they starved to death when everything they had was right before them. You know, we watch children of God do this all the time. They come into the house of God, they start living for God, and they're so conditioned in their mindset that everything is wrong, everything is bad, God is not going to do it. And you know what they do? They die of spiritual starvation because they're conditioned to the mindset of their pre-programming. Let the same mind be in you. Let the Holy Ghost renew your mind. Come on, start to think like a child of God. Put your faith in God. You imagine, imagine what Peter felt like that day when the Lord was out on that water in the midst of that storm. And and Peter said, Lord, if that's really you, just bid me to come. Imagine the mindset of Peter. He was probably thinking, I must be crazy to get out of this boat and to get out on that water. But you know what? Our pre-programmed mindset would cause us to never get out of that boat and step out onto that. Why? Because the world says you're safer in that boat than you are out there with Jesus. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. You're safer with Jesus than any place you've ever been in your life today. Come on, get rid of that pre-programming. I want to close with this verse of Scripture. 
the book of 1 John, the second chapter, the eighth verse, the apostle says again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, in the Lord and in you. This thing is true. The darkness is past. The darkness is past. You're living in the light now. You have everything you need now. You serve a God that'll stick closer to you than a brother now. You're not doing without. You're blessed. You're a child of God. You're just living below your privileges because you're not willing to renew your mind and give your body to the Lord today. The darkness is past. The darkness is past. The darkness is past and the light now shineth in darkness. Church, don't just be filled with the Spirit. Learn to walk in the Spirit. Learn to abide in the Spirit. Learn to renew your mind over and over again. you got to condition your mind. I know this don't look good, but I'm going to hold on to my faith. Right when you was in that hospital from a child, we prayed that the Lord would touch your body. We didn't understand why God hadn't healed you. And then just a couple of years ago, this thing arises again. But you know what? We could have got discouraged because said, Lord, I don't understand why this is going to know. But we walk by faith and not by sight. Because we're not conditioned by the thinking of the world. We're conditioned by the programming of the house of God. And that's to walk by faith and not by sight. That's to put our trust in the Lord even when that's unconventional. Even when that's not popular. Even when that doesn't make sense to our carnality. We put our trust in the Lord. We put our trust in the Lord. We renew our minds. Come on, this is not a Holy Ghost problem. This is a mindset problem. As we sing this song unto the Lord, these altars are open. I wonder if there's anybody in this place that would come up here and say, Lord... Don't ever let me lose the helmet of salvation. 